Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. 1 John 4-7 from the New Living Translation You may have noticed that we did not start today in 1 Kings. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program. Why? Why do people come over media outlets with this bulletin? Usually, there is breaking news or an extreme weather alert. There's a message that needs to be heard to change the trajectory of your day, or at least impact it. The bottom line, it's important. We tend to see interruptions as inconvenient more than important. The planned activity is important, or we wouldn't be doing it. We teach, or try to teach, children to not interrupt. Adult conversations, phone calls, disciplining another child, and using the restroom are indeed important. The child believes his or her need, even if it's a need to share some aspect of their lives, is important too. And in truth, they are. Our hope is that at some point they will come to realize that others are important too. This summer, my family and I have focused on fruits of the Spirit and character traits that we desire to cultivate in our home. Things like patience, quiet strength, humility, discipline, and self-control. We have chosen to be intentional and aware of these things. However, we also concede that these are fruit that are produced in our lives as we stay connected to the vine. Jesus. In John 15, 5, Jesus speaks to us. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and die in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Yet, only this week, as we wrap up with love, which actually brings us full circle since we started with love as well, is God opening my eyes to the truth of Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14. This is what we memorized as a family this summer. We actually memorized the message version, which I will read in a minute. Love. A.W. Tozer said, 
What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What if it's more about what comes into our hearts than our minds? What if the most important thing about us is how we love? How we love God and how we love others. When Jesus was asked what is most important in Matthew 22, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus himself told us to love. He didn't say, start a ministry, sell a million copies, or reach a million downloads. He didn't task us with a quota of times to share the gospel or how many hungry people to feed. He didn't assign a job. He offered a relationship. He's still offering the same thing today. God will supply the love. In the Jesus Storybook Bible, Sally Lloyd-Jones describes it as a never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always-and-forever love. This is the love God offers us. We receive it. We offer it back to Him. Then we share it. Jesus also said in John 13, 35, Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I want to be known for my love. But more importantly, I want the deep personal connection of love with my God. And I want love to be the motivation for every word I say, every action I take, and every decision I make. God interrupted my summer with Elijah to get my attention in regards to love. I'm passing the interruption along to you. This leads us to the message version of Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14. So, chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the Master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Let's pray. O loving Father, Savior, and Friend, thank you for loving us so perfectly. Stir our hearts to love. Give us more love for you and for those you love. Lord, you are love. We simply desire more of you. As we connect deeper with you, Let the fruit we produce be an offering given back to you. Help us put on love every moment of every day. In the name of Jesus, the very embodiment of love, we pray. 
Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious, and I appreciate it. Next week, we will continue with our regularly scheduled Summer with Elijah, unless God has something else up his sleeve. I hope this message today has blessed you. If it has, I'd ask that you pass on the interruption to someone else so they might be blessed as well. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.